1: Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, a huge return was scrapped from last night's Raw. Top stars were denied Elimination
2: Chamber spots on last night's Raw. A former WWE title holder's return is said to be imminent. And a backstage update on top WWE star's status ahead of Elimination Chamber. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is The News. Trish Stratus. Where was she? Not on Raw. I'm there going, all right. Yet yeah, finish the match. Here comes Trish. Nope, no sign of her on last night's Raw. No
1: sign of Lita either. No. Um, but okay, so the talk of Trish returning started last week. Uh, basically, a Twitter. We covered this at the time, but worked <laughs> WRKD Wrestling <laughs> on Twitter, um, which is an account that just kind of came out of nowhere. But they yeah. they, they tweeted something along the lines of. Uh, Hey, Lita's going to be on tonight's Raw. Trish is coming next week. They're going to set up Lita, Trish, and Becky versus Damage Control at Elimination Chamber. Lita ended up showing up a couple of hours Mm -hmm. after this, saving or helping Becky in her cage match with Bayley. Afterwards, Sean Rossap, of Fightful kind of sort of sideways corroborated the tweet uh, by saying, hey, they had the Lita news and there's another spoiler in that tweet. So when you kind of put two and two together, even though Sean didn't explicitly state that, You know, you you can see why speculation arose. However, before last night's episode of Raw, uh, wrestling had to, to their credit, right, rather than just being wrong, they retracted the original part. They wanted to retain that 100% success rate. Boom, there you go. Very sneaky. Um, But they tweeted, uh, I hate to backtrack on our second tweet ever. (laughs) Fair play, lads. Um, But plans have changed due to Dakota Kai's injury and Trish won't be at Raw tonight. However, she is absolutely on her way soon and we can share that she will be around for a lengthy programme. She definitely won't be in a role most expect, dot, dot, dot. So there you go. Update on Trish. That's why she wasn't there. It seems reportedly, speculatively, rumourly, <laughs> uh, maybe we'll get that program from media instead. That'd be cool.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, I still don't really know. I know this isn't what the story's about. I don't know what they're doing with Becky Lynch at WrestleMania How do you do right, it? Right, night, right now. But, um, yeah, a bit devastated that, that Trish won't be wrestling in Canada. Uh, she may make an appearance on Saturday. Who knows? Um, but... You're right in terms of, like, if Dakota Kai's injured, that sucks. Get well soon, Dakota. But, yeah, don't do a match where you have to work around someone's limitations when you can just do a better version of that match at WrestleMania. Yes, please. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like,
1: I, I can't make a counterpoint because yeah. it's just true. Yeah, look, at the end of the day, <laughs>
2: it would have been nice to have uh, the, the the six woman uh, at Elimination Chamber in Canada, but I I sincerely doubt the pop's going to be that much quieter for Trish and Lita tagging potentially with Becky or just tagging with each other against some version of Damage Kataral at WrestleMania. Elimination
1: Chamber already has two Chamber matches and what will probably be a long title match as well. So I think
2: five matches is enough for Elimination Chamber. Plus the fans will need to save their energy for whatever happens with Sammy. I'm excited gonna, and nervous. That, and, that boy is going to die. I mean, it could, be, it could be a dream, Andy, or it could be a nightmare. It may come Video through. coming soon. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, right, let's talk a little bit more about what happened on Monday Night Raw, because two stars, who we sort of just mentioned, were denied entry into the Elimination Chamber on last night's show. Look, they set this up during the show, and I thought, cool, well, Trish is going to show up, and then... No, it didn't happen. Basically, uh, Bailey and Becky were there going, Oh well, Becky was saying, Oh, I want to be in the chamber. Bailey was like, No, 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 I should be in the chamber and they went, Oh, let's let's have a vertical fight then. Uh, and then Bianca <laughs> Belair came out and went, Have I got any, no choice in this? I am the champion after all. Uh, I am the chamber. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. That's what Phil says every day. Yeah, that's door. how he walks it. It's really weird. Um, basically, Postman Pierce set up a triple threat, and if one of the two women who weren't already in the chamber won, they'd go in. And if Bianca won, then neither of them would go in. And Bianca won, so it was all a bit, a bit antic, a bit weird. I was going to say anticlimactic. It wasn't. The match was really enjoyable. Bianca Belair did Bianca Belair things, which is always awesome. But um, yeah, Becky and Bailey didn't go into the chamber. There
1: yeah. you go. So that leaves them uh, without. Anything on the card, I guess, which no. is, I think, is fine. Really, uh, do we need every single person? The selling point for this card clearly is, uh, you know, well, obviously the chambers themselves, yes. but also
2: the, the, the world title match. Asuka kicked um, A.S. last week. You want to tag with me? Screw you, I'm get your head yeah. off. Love up. this version of Asuka. So I
1: think Asuka's going to win that match and face Bianca do at WrestleMania. But hey, we will cover that
2: in Nightmares That Could Come True hey! tomorrow, 5pm UK time. And, What? I'm just, we're, we're throwing everything at you here. Uh, Phil and Hamlet are going to give, give their predictions ahead of the live stream on Saturday very soon as well. Thursday or Friday for that one. Uh,
1: right. Uh, Matt Cardona seems to be coming back. We've reported this about 17 times, but here's this is <laughs> maybe the most decisive report yet. It's from WrestlingNews.co Premium, uh, who report that people in WWE who would know about the situation uh, believe that his comeback mm. is imminent. So, uh, quick thing. Uh, Cardona's been out of WWE since April 2020. He was one of those first cuts at the beginning of the pandemic era.
2: He has since had an incredible viral run. Yeah, I I don't want to say this because it sort of sounds like I'm endorsing people getting fired and that's the last thing I want to say. The best thing that's ever happened to him? Well... It gave him an opportunity to claw back up.
1: Yeah. Right? To, to make the most of a really crap situation, losing his job. Uh, reinvent himself in companies like G GC- Like, that GCW run was absolutely outstanding. The sports entertainment goober big money idiot. Right. Coming in, this scruffy, like, alcohol and barbed wire indie.
2: I'll awesome. I always remember that image of that woman just...
1: Obviously, when I call him an idiot, I'm talking about his character. Don't cut a promo, hey. on me, please, Matthew. That one on Simon to oh, well, We tried to interview him. We but can't that. I have nothing but admiration for what this guy has done, uh, particularly over the past few years. But going back before that to the original viral, Z, True, Long mm. Island, ice tea, all that iced tea. Um, You know what I'm talking about. Uh, He's a master of reinvention at this stage. Uh, I would hope that if he does go back to WWE, it's as Matt Cardona with this new persona rather than just woo woo woo. Um, But then there is the question of the audience familiarity. I don't think that should be a massive problem. I think if Cardona showed up and was just awesome like he has been for the past few years, it would get over very
2: quickly. And Mm. also,
1: his wife's there now. So that's another nice thing.
2: I really like this new Chelsea Green character. I love it. I love it. It makes sense now. Like, I panicked in the split second it happened, but, hey, let it play out. It makes sense now that she just got dumped out of the Rumble because she's just... Well, she's a Karen, basically, isn't she? It's like... I've seen a lot
1: of people complaining about it, but I really like deluded characters who think they're... Yeah. like They think they're, like, the biggest deal, and then they just get squashed. Like, I think I think that's really funny. Yeah. And I think Chelsea's really good at it. Like, you could tell she was doing the, the, the Edmunds music. It's like, I'm a hot mess or whatever it said. It's like... That obviously harks back to her old TNA character,
2: but it it's going kind to be very—it's going to be very interesting as well to see the bidding war between the Raw and SmackDown general managers. God I can't wait there. to see the robot again. Wow. <laughs> Remember those ones in the draft the room? SmackDown, SmackDown one that was like, "Yes, we got Natalia!" <laughs> yeah, like you already had her. Uh, yes,
1: Optimus Prime getting fired up over <laughs> whatever mid-carder they've drafted at number forty-two. <clears throat> oh god! But yes, yeah, SmackDown in
2: WWE is all good for, all good for us. Yeah. Uh, Right, so we talk a little bit more about the the big thing about Elimination Chamber is, of course, Roma versus Sammy and the whole bloodline storyline. And the big question mark hanging over it that we've had quite a few tweets of speculating on recently is the status of the Usos, Jimmy Uso in particular, getting into Canada. Because, of course, um, his arrest history has previously led him to being barred from crossing the border. Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio now reporting that he should, should be clear to appear at the premium live event, um, obviously charged with, with multiple DUIs and things like that uh, in the past, um, rubbish, don't do any anything like that kids, it's stupid, but in terms of the storyline really important that this this is allowed to happen
1: yeah it's one of these things that uh, is obviously bigger than pro wrestling uh, and a regulation that you know a wrestling company can't just book around a very serious issue yep. that the guy has uh, come across and, and we've covered those as they've, as they've broken over the years um, so yeah I'm, I'm, but I am glad to hear that he is seemingly okay to cross the border and appear at the pay-per-view because the Bloodline storyline would be uh, not as good without the Usos in it
2: what promo go. last night between Cody and Sammy by the way Sensational stuff oh, It made me cry that. It didn't make me cry but it was very good yeah. yeah We'll talk about it later on the Raw Review Podcast What Cool trusting whenever you get your podcast from, and Simon Miller will either give it an up or a down or a brown down or a golden up up I can't
1: see way. him giving it a down.
2: A brand personally. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, this ah, sucked. Okay. sucked ass. I hate these guys. <laughs> right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what Culture. WWE, of course, oh, if you boy. want to get in touch with us. Uh, first question today comes from Seth Fracker. I thought I'd pick this one, Andy. Seth the chef. Because it relates to a video podcast that we did. So you can either check it out as a video on the channel right now or as a podcast on the feed right now. And <laughs> uh, wherever you get your podcast from. But the thing is, it's based on a topic that you... Sort of introduced us to, which is the Ooh. dusty finish between Roman and Sammy that we fantasy booked at Elimination Champions. So I'll read Seth's question. On a recent podcast, Adam and the boys talked about a dusty finish to get more heat on Roman. Wouldn't that just be cause for more speculation that Sammy could end up in a triple threat at Mania? It could benefit everyone as Sammy can take the loss. At Mania. First of all, what's this dusty, dusty finish that Seth is talking about and how do you feel about all this? I think Elimination Chamber, because it's in
1: Montreal, they should absolutely maximise how invested that crowd is going to be in that match between Sami and Roman. And they should have Sami Zayn pin Roman Reigns to become WWE Undisputed Universal Champion. Ticker tape, big pops, adrenaline dump, holding the belt up. Everyone's going nuts. Oh, my God, what happened? Then the referee realises the Roman's boot was under the rope and it shouldn't count. And then we go back, and Sammy obviously loses after the restart, and it's like the adrenaline goes boom, and everyone's like, it's like the ultimate heartbreak. He was so close, no matter how far, nothing else matters. Um, (laughs) I think that would be incredible, and it would also show like Roman's weakening a little bit as well, Mm -hmm. like he's losing his grip a little bit because he got pinned here, and he was kind of saved by his boot just being tucked under the rope accidentally. I think that's interesting heading into Mania now, with regards to the Triple Threat. I'm not into the triple threat, personally. I don't like triple threats. Not my thing. Um, Match layout concerns aside, it often feels like you're just converging two things into one another. I will say, however, that with the in-ring segment last night, I think the chances of it happening have gone up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I will say as well that coming out of that magnificent segment, I'm a little bit more into it. However, I would prefer if Cody Rhodes had his journey, Sami Zayn had his journey, and uh, maybe they can come together later down the road. But for Mania, Cody versus Roman, blockbuster match. That should be the main event. Sammy, heartbreaking figure. He's a babyface. The chase is often more compelling than anything else. Yeah. I think his chase should be cut off at Elimination Chamber and him and Kevin should win
2: the tag team titles and the bloodline should fall apart. Don't always get what you want. No. And I, I I think just going, oh, everyone in triple threat. It's not for me. Yeah. I agree. I think it's cleaner to just have a one-on-one match and that one-on-one match just kind of have to be Cody versus Roman. But every time I say this and go, "Cool, I've decided," Sammy loses at the chamber. Cody beats Roman at WrestleMania. He does something to Sammy, and I go, "Oh, maybe we could do do something." I don't, I don't know what it is, but. Yeah, I think, I think that's the best way of yeah. looking at it and I love the, the fantasy booking. If you want to know more of our thoughts on that, like I say, check out the podcast.
1: And I think Roman has to be pinned for this title change, 100%. Has oh, to be 100%. Pinned. So if you do a triple threat, he still has to take the fall yeah. for me because it's history. He's his going.
2: He's, it's, remember what happened with Ronda? Yeah. Just clean, singles match, victory. Yeah. Cody Simple. pins
1: him. One, two, three, no bollocks. He just <sighs> wins. He outdoes him. That's how it should end. Don't protect him in defeat that would
2: undermine a lot. But anyway, nightmares that could happen in the chamber. We'll be talking about that match quite a lot, I sense. Yeah. Eddie Zamari gives us our second question of the day. Eddie writes, hey guys, with WWE filming a movie parody package for this year's WrestleMania, it goes Hollywood, of course, "Uh, which movie parody do you want WWE to do and who to portray the characters?
1: Ah, Zoolander, Maximum Male Models, boom, straight away.
2: (laughs) Completed it. Come
1: on, what else? That's amazing. What else could you possibly want, brother? Otis, Otis in Zoolander. Otis is there, uh, Chad Gable, maybe he gets uh, absorbed by this, but yeah, I mean, I love that stupid stable. I've loved them since day one, and now they get an so they're getting the Otis. It's perfect. Zoolander, Blue Steel, all that. Yeah, I, I would do a face, but I'm not very expressive, so I
2: won't. I, I can't follow that. Yeah. I was like, I don't Eat know, boobs in Top Gun Maverick or something. boobs no. in School of Rock. There you go. Actually, that would be quite fun. That would be quite good Him, well. and, him and Elias. I
1: don't know why they're teaming Ben room-
2: yeah. Well, mm. uh, can we have Rick Boogs? We've got Rick Boogs at home. Rick Boogs at home, the liars. i was brother in instead. He was way better. I was going to say like, the, Miz,
1: the Miz in the Marine 72, but he's already done that, hasn't he? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, what you got?
2: I haven't got anything.
1: <laughs> to top that. I haven't got anything. Uh, you know be really funny is if they had Roman Reigns' parody, A Rock. One of The Rock's movies. Ooh. Like obviously they were in Hobbs and Shaw together, but if they parodied, parodied like the Scorpion King of Roman Reigns, that would be kind of clever because it'd be a way of getting Roman Reigns and The Rock on WrestleMania. Yes.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I don't have anything. I don't have anything to top that. Yeah. Rick Boogs as Anchor Man would be quite good. <laughs> there you go. Why not? That'd be fun. Uh, I've forgotten to get a third question here. Who'd make a good Big Lebowski?
1: Ooh. probably Otis actually
2: <laughs> he's, <good. laughs> like, he's got the vibe uh, I don't know man I don't know. Well, let us know your thoughts in the comments uh, happy Valentine's Day I've just i forgot to get the question so Wadham Aylbourne writes uh, who would you like to go on a Valentine's Day date with
1: <laughs> uh, probably Otis because uh, like he, he eats a lot of food. Yeah. He's, into his food. Like, he's done a lot of he's content where he's cooking steaks and stuff. I think we just have a nice meal.
2: Corbin, I'd like to go on a date with Corbin, cheer him up a bit. Actually, he's in a bit of a good mood now. Ah. How about them Chiefs? Yeah, they are. This Super Bowl. It was no, no. What? That's the Baltimore Bastards, the one the And he Super doesn't Bowl. have to hang around with JBL
1: anymore, so, you yeah. know. <laughs> Big win. <laughs> yeah, Baron Corbin would cook you a nice steak as
2: well. Yeah. So, they are. I liked him getting mugged up last night. Oh, yeah, that was funny. Just twice. Poor guy. <laughs> hey, hey it was Baron Corbin. Oh, shut up, shut up. Sorry, uh, he's <laughs> in the ring. And then, here we go, Baron Corbin. Hey, screw that Cody Rhodes, right? Oh, he kicked <laughs> the crap out of you whilst wearing a suit. Yeah, not a good time. I'd, yeah, I'll, I'll take Corbin on a date cheer him up. There you go. Big breakfast. He's still, pay, he's still paying, though. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. Of course he's paying.
2: Yeah. Come on, Baron. Uh, let's move on to today's and finally. And do you know what? Ours is the best podcast, but there's some other great ones out there. And for no apparent reason, I'm going to plug The Kurt Angle Show. All right. Go and check that out right now, because he's talking about his time... Let me just, check, just read this. On this episode of The Kurt Angle Show, Kurt and Paul talk about the Olympic heroes' time on the independent scene, including matches with Rey Mysterio, Zack Sabre Jr and Cody Rhodes. And the image is Kurt Angle with a, an ankle lock on, on Joe Hendry. I, <laughs> the life of me, I can't remember which promotion that was for. Impact? No. Although that would be tasty no? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> It's, it's about yeah. WCPW. What a time. You know
1: uh, how uh, Stephanie McMahon invented women's wrestling. We invented British wrestling.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure we wanted
1: to take credit for that, actually. Yeah, we
2: invented... No, we didn't. We uh, did. <laughs> a very small pocket of weird internet yeah, in wrestling.
1: Not the bad bits. Yeah, none of that. But go check all it out.
2: It's, it's a great podcast anyway, and it's supporting um, a great promotion that could be making a comeback. It isn't, but now I've said it, people will talk about it a bit more. So
1: yeah, absolutely.
2: Just... just spreading out those rumours obviously
1: when we say the bad bits we're not talking about companies like RevPro and Progress who are doing good stuff the good ones um,
2: the bad eggs
1: of, yeah mm. anyway sorry I turned your ad finally into a pile of crap <laughs> oh, that is good go there are out- some bad eggs out there but they smell
2: go and check out Kurt's podcast though yeah. there we go shout uh, out Kurt Angle Top guy. Uh, <laughs> let us know your
1: thoughts. Bald on- legend. <laughs> he committed to the bald as he well. He did. He got his head shaved, and he was like, "That's me." Although he did, you know, have the the fuzz, the Murray fuzz yeah. for a bit. But hey, a muzzer f- fuzzer. <laughs> a mother f- Never call me Muzzer. You Muzzer. There's two things you can call me that really offend me: Muzzer and British.
2: (laughs) All right, I am British, but don't call me it please. Let us know your thoughts on that, and all today's news stories in the comment section below. Like, share, subscribe, subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Beans. You (laughs) go. Follow us all on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there. Follow me and Andy at
1: at AndyHMarie. The H stands for hoop twenty. Hoop, it's like, hoop in love. It's like hoop, but oh, yeah, like that. I should have done a like a, a rom com, shouldn't I? Yeah. What's the one with Hugh Grant in London? Sleepless in hoop at all. <clears throat> Hoopless in Seattle. You've got hoop. Or oh, hoop actually. Yeah.
2: <laughs> follow me on Twitter at Adam will Follow us all at WhatCulture WWE. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hoop.